brought to you by the WZIP sports team. This is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. Someone brings a video up and was like, hey, look at this. And we all kind of watch it. And to be honest with you, we all just kind of like chuckled and, and just <laughs> thought nothing of it. Exclusive original content. They do need Austin. Every Theory. brand needs Austin. That's no. why SmackDown won. That's why SmackDown won. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they got Austin Theory. And of course, the hottest takes. Kings Celtics. Okay. If we see Kings Sixers, I'll sell my dog. <laughs> Man, you heard it here first. Mitch Bates is going to sell his dog. So get ready because it's time for SPT Overtime. Sports Power Talk is in overtime in this Saturday, November 18th. AEW's full gear is back. As always, I am your host, Logan Buchanan, being joined by the MJF to my Adam Cole, Mr. Alex Henry. Alex, how are we doing today? Good, Logan. <laughs> is that it? Yup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing good. You you got a coffee in your hand from your wonderful... Dude, good coffee, a little PSL, pumpkin spice latte, iced, extra shot of espresso, made with love and care. Doing great. Doing great. All right. Well, you ready just to dive straight into our dynamite reactions? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Wrong. Wrong. Wrong show. <laughs> wrong show. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Copyright I can't even say yeah anymore. Yeah. It's like it's trademarked <laughs> to WWE now. I can't they, even they might actually. They might. I can't even. They use might copyright the board it. Yeah. Yeah anymore. <laughs> well, uh, to start us off, we have the eight-man street fight where Chris Jericho, Paul White, Kota Ibushi, and Kenny Omega faced off against Brian Cage and the Don Callis family with Kyle Fletcher, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Kanosuke Takeshita with Chris Jericho's team picking up the win. How do you feel about – first off, how do you feel about Don Callis? And second, how did you feel about them losing? Um, I don't feel about Don Callis would be my response. I, uh, I don't know. I like Hobbs. Um. Yeah, I mean, is that is that my answer? Can that be my answer? I yeah, because personally, even when Callus was with Kenny, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's his job, so like he's doing good. But it's not a don't like heel. It's a don't like. I don't want to watch you on my television screen. Let me ask you this, Logan. What do you think about Paul White? Uh, he's too old. Yeah. Um, it, it's sad. But it, he honestly looks like Andre did in the final years when wrestling. Uh, because if you look back, all Andre really did was be in tag matches, mm-hmm. sit on the apron, and come in like once or twice. And stand. And yeah. he has to let the, the wrestlers come to him. Yeah. because It's hard to watch. Yeah, you can see with... The knees. Ugh. You can see Paul White, just his... um, What's that called? Posture mm-hmm. is just so off. He just doesn't look like he used to. And I... I'm scared that AEW is not going to like pull the plug on his wrestling career and it's going to let him continue to just go out there and do whatever he wants. Uh, Cause he's going to get injured possibly worse than what he already has going on right now. Yeah, it's rough. So, uh, but moving on, we do have the Blackpool combat club with John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta representing going up against orange Cassidy and hook with the BCC picking up the win. And I actually had a different question for you because I saw in some Instagram comments and some TikToks after the show of people saying Hook in Blackpool Combat Club. Is that something you'd want to see? It fits. I actually really like that, yeah. I think that – and, you know, it's it's it would be nice because Hook has been struggling to get the push that I think he's deserved. So maybe being in – Blackpool Combat Club could be that nice little oomph of momentum. Yeah, and um, like yeah, go ahead. I I I really like Hook. I think same. I think he could be built perfectly. He's young. He's talented in the ring. Attractive, very attractive. Yeah. Uh, and putting him with guys like Danielson, Moxley, Castagnoli, uh, Yuta. I think it's only going to elevate him even more and uh-huh. help him work on more of his character because mm-hmm. all his character really is right now is a really cool guy that can throw you around. Yeah. Which is cool. I enjoy cool guys who can throw people around. That's why I watch wrestling. Sure. But, uh, you know, just adding a little bit more 
Because if you look back on Taz's days, he had the similar cool guy that can throw you around, mm-hmm. but he was also really good on the mic. If your gimmick is you being you, then you need to elevate you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it happens all the time. There's yeah. a lot of guys that them are just them. One of your favorite, them being them, Austin Theory. You know, and Austin Theory, he, he is just he Austin is Theory. Man. You know? So it's like, it's the same thing. Yeah. No, I agree. Or I, or one of your favorites of all time, you know, Edge. Like, sure, he's the rated R superstar, but Edge is Edge. It's not like Edge had anything more than being Edge. Yeah, he wasn't. Even now. Yeah, he wasn't like. He's just Like, Hamian Page is a cowboy. Yeah. He's not. I mean, Page might be Southern, but I doubt he's a cowboy in real mm-hmm. life. He definitely elevated a little bit of himself but this gives uh moxley an edge uh going into full gear facing up against the international champion orange cassidy and for the final match for dynamite that we were going to talk about is red velvet losing to sky blue officially putting sky blue into the triple threat match uh two things was this match necessary and how do you feel about sky blue uh, no, it was not necessary, in my opinion. Uh, and I like Sky Blue. Okay. Uh, I'm a bit indifferent to Sky Blue. I think she's okay. Uh, there's nothing about her that, like, screams for me to want her to be a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into this match, it was so obvious that Sky Blue was going to win because her and Julia Hart have been doing stuff for, like, the last month. Mm-hmm. So why would Red Velvet all of a sudden get the spot over sky blue and what a rip on you know world wrestling entertainment because we've been doing the triple threat fatal four-way five-way women's matches for like the past nine months yeah like that's just our thing okay (laughs) and we love it i love it it's always it's always exciting i haven't gotten bored of it yet you know maybe i'll get bored of it soon right now if every single time there's like a big female match if it's like a triple threat fatal four-way it's fine because they've been good. Yeah. Well, um, well, we're getting Zoe Stark and Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series, so that's true. a singles match. They were getting a singles match finally. <laughs> so we, yeah, we light off the gas for once, and now. Although and there, there probably will be a War Games match, true. a women's War Games. So correct. Hey, there's your multi women. There yeah. you go. <laughs> no, um, I think Sky Blue's all right though. Yeah, I mean, she's just there's just nothing about her, and I feel like there's a lot of women in AEW right now where it's like they're good. I, I enjoy watching their match, but there's nothing like, yes, I want this person to be the champion. I want them to blah, 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 besides like three of them, mm. in my opinion. That's just me. No, fair. Uh, we don't have a whole lot known about Rampage, uh, but Collision Shocker. and Rampage are happening on the same day since the pay-per-view is on Saturday. So we're going to run through our Collision predictions as Roosh takes on Dax Harwood, um... Just a day before the four-way tag team title match, who do you have getting the edge and getting some momentum going into the Saturday pay-per-view? Give me Dax uh, from FTR. Any any elaboration on why? Uh, it goes into my prediction for oh, okay. for the event. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll let you keep that. I'll let you keep that. I love Dax Harwood in singles matches. Mm-hmm. I remember um, the inaugural Owen Hart Cup. The singles matches he had, uh, the one against Wheeler, um, not Wheeler, um, yeah, Cash Wheeler. That's his name. There's too many Wheelers. Wheeler, you mm-hmm. I never noticed that. That's weird. Yeah, a lot of Wheelers. Um, but Dax always just performs really well in singles competition and tag competition. So I think it's going to be a really good match. I also have him winning. Uh, one, because I don't see why we would push Roosh in my opinion. Correct. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him besides his ROH days, but he hasn't really done anything since then to impress me or give me reason to think he goes over a good old Southern boy like Dax. Fighting for his family. Facts. And wrestling. Facts. He loves this business. He does. (laughs) He does. Uh, Moving on, we have current AEW Women's Champion and current AWTBS champion Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander facing off against the outcast Ruby Soho and Soraya. Who do you have leaving collision winners? I got the team of Chris Statlander. Okay. I think uh, I think this will be also goes into my predictions, mm-hmm. uh, but I think this will be a, a win that is relevant going into the pay per view. Yeah. And also, I also 
to combat that even, I don't think Ruby Soho and Soraya winning this match does anything. Yeah. It's so, that'd be so I, random. I was just about to say, the reason I have Sheeta and Statlander winning is because it, it would hurt. Yeah. It would hurt having your champions lose the day before a pay-per-view. Yeah, what? And, and to to Soraya and Ruby? Where they gain nothing. Yeah. Because they're not fighting on so the random. So random. So um this, this is probably there's probably gonna be like an attack or something in this match I that ruins it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort That's, of interference. That makes sense. There's just the only way that this match elevates anyone is like if Statlander gets a pin over like Soraya. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because it's a pointless match that shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, final match, we have Miro facing off against Daniel Garcia. Miro had a bit of a promo on Dynamite where he talked about uh, CJ Perry, obviously his wife, formerly known as Lana, coming into the company and her bringing out the worst in people and bringing out the worst in him. And he actually told Daniel that although Miro doesn't pray to a god anymore, he better start praying once he steps in the ring with him. Mm-hmm. I love Miro. I'm kind of excited for this match, uh, especially if we get uh, good old wrestling Danny Garcia and not like sports entertaining Danny Garcia. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be match of the night by far. Mm-hmm. Who do you have winning, though? Miro. Yeah. Miro. Yeah, I also have Miro. Got to pick the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and just with the story going in, um, I also believe, I don't know if it was talked about on Dynamite or Last Collision, uh, but apparently C.J. Perry is becoming friendly with Andrade and starting mm. to manage slash valet him. Mm. So we could be getting Miro versus Andrade here soon, which I would not be opposed to. No, that's fair. I think that'd be a pretty fire match. I might, you know, maybe actually I'll make a little prediction right now. Mm-hmm. First prediction, Miro beats Danny, Andrade and Perry come out and they have like a little thing and we get another match on the buy-in and it's Miro versus Andrade. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. Why not? With with only one match announced for the buy-in and it's the ROH tag team match and we know Tony loves to stack his cards, I could definitely see them doing a one-day feud going into the pay-per-view Andrade Miro. Solid. You like that pick? I, I don't. Yeah. Cool. It's a low-risk prediction. Yeah, it is. It's a low-risk prediction. Cuz if we don't get it, it's like whatever, we'll get it yeah, at some point, yeah. but it'd be nice to see. Right. Nice little buy-in. Well, we're here. Meat and potatoes time. Meat and potatoes time. AEW full gear predictions. Starting us off, it was announced by Tony Khan that there will be a mystery new signee announced at full gear. And our question is who it will be. Apparently, they're the best free agent in wrestling right now. Who you got, Alex? Well, Logan, your prediction is better than mine, but I'll give a prediction anyway uh, just to give some different perspectives here. I got Mandy Rose. Mm. She's been, you know, out there not wrestling for a while. She was really big, Um, you know, got let go due to reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's always that option that AEW might pick her up. Yeah, even though we can't delve into the reasons Mm -hmm. why she got um, fired, she was very good in NXT. I really enjoyed her last run. Um, I thought she was getting a lot better, not only in the ring, but with her character work. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wouldn't be a bad signee. I'm just afraid that she would get lost in the women's shuffle. Like, we've seen a lot of people get lost in. That's fair. Um, Although, not a bad signee. Not a bad signee. I have the one and only Dolph Ziggler. Mm -hmm. Um, I was originally going to put him as the tag partner for MJF, Mm -hmm. but I think this is a better fit, like... Having Dolph come out, it's a big money pick. Plus, now he can reunite with his brother. And I don't really want to see him in a tag team, but if they want to do brother tag team, go for it. Tony will let them do whatever they want. So, uh, But I want Dolph Ziggler back on my screen. I like Dolph. I miss Dolph. Yeah, fair enough. So, well, um, from one mystery to another, we have the ROH Tag Team Championship match as MJF and a mystery partner Take on the Guns, Austin, and Colton Gunn. Our question is not only who wins this match, but who is MJF's mystery partner? Alex, I'm going to throw it to you first. Who's the mystery partner? Booker T. Can you dig it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm playing. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, Alex. The NXT commentator <laughs> will be on the buy-in of AEW. Yes. <laughs> Burku T is my go-to meme WWE wrestler. I don't know why. I just picked him to be my meme wrestler. So he, he stuck with that forever now. <laughs> um, no, you know, it's. I think it's real difficult to kind of pick just because AEW is so not predictable with certain things like this. Certain things it is. It's like, okay, we know three months in advance. And certain things it's like. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't think my predictions are the best. I won't lie, but I think Jeff Hardy would be really cool. You know, solid tag partner. Sure. Been around, hasn't really done anything. Gets a nice audience pop. Yeah, and that would be kind of cool. I just don't see that being MJF style. Yeah. I don't see MJF picking a guy like Jeff Hardy, but a guy I would see MJF picking, Danhausen. <laughs> I could see MJF. Picking a guy like Danhausen to be his partner. Very nice, very evil, Danhausen. <laughs> being his partner and then winning. <laughs> I could totally see that. So, and if that happens, I'm the only person. I looked at all the <laughs> predictions on the internet as of today. <laughs> I am the only, and I guarantee you nobody else is going to predict it. I, I have noticed that I'm one of the only people who have said the guy that yeah. I think. Um, so you have Danhausen and... MJF and Danhausen winning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have MJF winning. I don't care who his partner is. I, I have MJF winning. So I don't have MJF winning. Okay. I think the guns are going to win because of who his mystery partner is. And I think his mystery partner is also WWE guy, Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. I think I, I if he's still injured, I don't want it to be Kyle, obviously. Like, protect yourself. Um, but I think we're getting to the point where Kyle is about to come back. And having Kyle come in and, you know, miscommunication, mess up with MJF, it could start throwing MJF off. Like, is Adam really like my friend? Like, all of his friends don't like me. Is he really my friend? And we also just get more Kyle O'Reilly, which, as we talked about all the time last year, and especially at, like, the awards podcast, I love Kyle O'Reilly. I think he's one of the best wrestlers, most underrated wrestlers right now. Um so getting him back into the main scene, getting the belts off MJF, because I didn't like MJF and Adam Cole holding the belts anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they made it good, I didn't think it was a smart move for the titles. Uh, and this also helps elevate the guns up, because now they have tag gold. So true. Plus, it gives MJF a loss going into the main event, which we'll also get into. True. So uh, that does it for the buy-in. As we have Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho after coming off the big win in the eight-man street fight, going up against the Young Bucks, who kind of showing some heel tendencies. They said they don't care about the rules anymore on Dynamite. They don't care. Who do you have prevailing, the guys from Canada or the guys from Cali? Um, Yeah, I got Omega and Jericho here. Um, the, The win on yesterday's show kind of wants to detour me mm-hmm. from picking them uh but that's just that's a tag team that i just do not see losing so as of right now yeah i also have kenny and uh jericho winning um i really want to see do you remember the spot when it was kenny and hangman versus the young bucks and the young bucks hit the bt trigger on kenny and he kicked out at one I want to see another move like that. Mm-hmm. I just want more divide between Kenny and the Young Bucks. Uh, and hopefully they stay away from each other for a lot longer than they did originally. So that way when they do finally get back together, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. the Elite's back. Yes. Instead of, oh, it's the Elite. They were together like two weeks ago. Could you imagine getting like a Chris Jericho super kick? Do you think he's ever done that in his entire life? I mean, he's probably, probably. done it. Yeah. No, he's definitely done it. I don't think <laughs> I don't think his pants will allow him to. <laughs> That's you know how I was saying. You know like, those he's leather short, pants? He's short, too. Yeah, you know those leather pants yeah. he wears? I don't think – no, he's definitely hit it because he feuded with Sean a bunch. True. And he's, he's definitely done that before. Um I think he's old. Yeah, that's the pro- – I don't know if he's his old leg can even go up pants. there. I want to see like, the super kick. <laughs> Chris Jericho – you're going to pop so hard if you see a Chris Jericho super fire. kick. I'd be hype. <laughs> well, we both have. I won't pop. I'll shake my ha- head in like disgust of like, is this really what I've come to? Is this really my wrestling entertainment? <laughs> is 
watching is this. Is Chris Jericho throwing a super kick? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, well, I we both have Omega and Jericho winning. True. On to some more Canadian lads with Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar, with Darby Allen and Sting facing off against Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. This is Adam Copeland's first AEW pay-per-view. How do we feel it's going to go? Well, you know, as much as I want to pick Christian just because he's so fire, and you know, for even before Christian was even good, like in AEW mm-hmm. to the point they've built him up these past few months, I've always oh, been yeah. high on Christian. I love Christian. Um, I just I don't see AEW giving an L to Sting, Darby, and Adam Copeland. So that's who I think wins it. So I agree. I don't see them losing. But I do actually see maybe an angle if they do lose. Because I think Sting would take the pin, Mm. and it starts the Darby-Sting kind of separation. Okay. Because I really want Sting's last match to be against Darby. As Sting said, his last match will be at uh, Revolution in 2024, and I want it to be against Darby. Just because they've been connected their entire career Mm -hmm. in AEW, so to send Sting off, it's the only logical sense, but to do that, I don't want to see face-face and like, yeah, mentor, thank you for so much what you did. I want to see like this propel Darby even farther, Um, and so I could see them doing it now, and because the next pay-per-view, they might have like, you know how they do the week, the like Wednesday, Mm -hmm. it's a special Wednesday night beach bash or whatever, Um Maybe they do it at then, but I think why not do it now and have a really long story built with yeah, it? Yeah, true. So that could happen. I see that. I like that look. You like that look? Mm-hmm. Thanks. I I also just wonder where Christian's gonna go after this, um, and whose dad he's gonna attack. Let's go, <laughs> anybody's. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Texas Death Match as Hangman Adam Page. Faces off against Swerve, Strickland, Alex. I know you you love you a death match. I do. And if you recall, I believe the last Texas death match was had Adam Cole versus John Moxley. John Moxley, it was. And I thought that was a pretty good death match. It was for what for being on like national TV. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, what are your expectations going into this match? And of course, who do you have winning? You know, my expectations are like what like older WWE. Like hardcore matches, where I don't think it's gonna be super death matchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why they even throw in the Texas in there, you know, not for any other reason. Um, I have Adam Page winning, mm-hmm. though. Um, I think that's pretty simple, pretty pretty clear cut. Um, but I feel like you know Swerve can lose this and still come out strong in the end, either way. Interesting. Like he's not gonna hurt uh, Strickland's. I actually disagree. Right. Okay. I, I think ahead. I think this is where Strickland needs the win, especially like there's been talks that Strickland's going to be one of the next main eventers in mm. AEW, and I would love to see that. I think Swerve is really good. I like what he does in the ring and his character work, and if he loses here to Adam Page, all it does is dwindle his stock. And for Adam, if he loses – Nothing really happens. He's still Adam Page. He's still a former AEW world champion. He's still one of the elite. He's still a founding member of All Elite Wrestling. Whereas Swerve, he loses. It's another loss under his belt to a main eventer. I think it's more important that Adam Page wins, though. Why? Just because he's been he's been he's been on the rise. Like he's been on the go ahead. Interesting. Yeah. I have Swerve winning. I think this is going to help swerve go towards uh mjf and maybe even have mjf's feud of the winter be against swerve Mm. so in that december january time frame right before his contract goes up we get swerve and him i'm not saying swerve beats mjf i'm just saying that would be fire and the matches would be great i love swerve matches Swerve matches are amazing um, is there a certain spot you want to see being the deathmatch connoisseur that you are? Uh, you know, I, um, I always like, and AEW just does it too much, so I don't want to see it, but I mm. like a rolled up apron. Mm-hmm. I love when they roll up the canvas. 
Um, I like things like that. AEW does explosions, which I think are unnecessary, but I kind of like them because they're kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind explosions. But is, is there a spot I want to see? Well, these guys are good wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. So, like, some sort of maybe, like – High flying esque spot. Okay. Yeah, Swerve could definitely through like some plywood. Here, yeah, because it can't be a table. No, because death match. Yeah, so it's got to be like a door. Yeah, <laughs> I've I watched mean, you're somebody right. get you're slammed right. through a door. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm yeah. just I <laughs> get slammed through a door. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I respect that. Uh, I don't know if there's a certain spot that I'm looking for. I just love. I just love AEW's use of unconventional weapons. True. Um, yeah. Because as we see in WWE for, like, an Extreme Rules match, mm-hmm. you kind of see the same kind of stuff. Kendo stick, chair, trash can sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the extent of it. I want to mm-hmm. see, like, a hockey stick right. or, like, a bull whip or you something. You know what you don't see a lot these days? Fire. You don't see a lot of fire. No. I think the last time that I saw fire that was, like, it, that was the spot, was mm-hmm. a fire spot, was Cody Rhodes versus Andrade when he yeah. back suplexed him I into remember. it and basically took all of the fire on himself yep. and, like, burned half his back. Such a bad spot. Uh, I think it's the last time. Yeah. I wonder if they haven't done it because of yeah, that maybe. spot. Maybe. Um, interesting. No, no car window spots. Yeah, Jack Perry. So ugly. <laughs> so ugly. And last night um, – Big Show got – or Paul White got dropped onto a car hood, mm. and it did not look pretty. Yeah, the it car w- spots are silly. <laughs> they are. All righty. Even back in the Cena day. I, I don't know. I remember – You um, like the Cena car spots? Well, well, there was one with Batista where it was the I quit match, and yeah. he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to AA you onto the stage. And she's like, I quit. And then he did it anyways. I thought that was cool. Uh, I mean, it, didn't, it wasn't onto the car. It's, uh, so it for me, it's it. like – I don't actually think cars are just that cool. So, like, I think of dunk contest, and when people will yeah. do, like, a dunk over a car, and it's, like, supposed to be incredible. I just – something about the cars just don't impress me with spots in general. Yeah. In Interesting. Sports. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. you don't like seeing, like, like a like a monster truck or a dirt bike jump cars? If somebody got ran over in a death match, <laughs> I think <laughs> – I think <laughs> – I think like, I might find that The first thing I remembered was... Uh, or, like, getting hit really hard and just bouncing them. Do you remember when Roman do hit I KO? Do I sound insane you saying this kind right of now? do. Yeah, well, do you remember when Roman hit KO with the golf cart yeah. at Royal Rumble? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I do I, remember that. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the spot you want is somebody to get ran over by a car. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to see him get ran over. I changed my mind. I want to see him get bounced. Oh, okay. Like, hit so hard that they fly, like, gotcha. 30 feet. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but none of these, like, botched steel step, like, steel. Oh, yeah. That was awful, too. There's a lot of botched stuff in the hardcore matches yeah. here. Or death matches. Yeah. I, I The steel steps, it reminded me of when... Christian and Darby were facing. That's what I was referring to. Oh, that made me cringe. Like I couldn't, I couldn't watch. And there's very few things in wrestling that I can't like look at, but landing on a steel step. I just don't know why it was twice. What was the point of doing it twice was so weird to me. Uh, I don't know. Moving away from the death match. We have the TBS championship triple threat as Chris Statlander defends against the house of blacks, Julia Hart and sky blue after her victory against red velvet on dynamite. Alex, who do you have leaving full gear as the TBS champion? Julia Hart, new champion, because Chris Datlander is going to move up to fight Tony Storm. Did you just give away your prediction for the... Yep. Okay, cool. My bad. Wonderful. But yes, that's well, my, That's why. That's kind of crazy, because that's my exact reasoning. Oh, I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> no. It's not I like also, I said something insane. I also love Julia Hart, and I think adding a championship to the House of Black elevates the house of black which in my eyes is amazing um but no i think chris statlander has proven herself to be a main event challenger that we haven't seen in the main event Mm -hmm. uh so it adds freshness to it uh and her against timeless tony storm would just be amazing so we can move right on to that because i also have timeless tony storm beating hikaru shida for the AEW women's championship what reason do you have for tony storm beating because tony storm has for somehow whatever reason couldn't if you told me a year ago I would have been like <laughs> okay, um been like the best AEW female wrestler 
arguably right now it's probably early to say ever, but there's a good argument to I, be made that it will probably happen. Yeah, I, I would say in the last twelve months she has done more character work mm-hmm. than any other female on the roster and wrestling work and wrestling. Her wrest- work she wrestles so more. She yes. also wrestles more. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with MJF. It's like MJF's is wrestling all the time. Now. Yeah. I- she wrestled. I think there was a week where she wrestled on every single show. Yeah, and it was crazy. She's wrestling all the time. Yeah. So her wrestling's good. Her character works good. Her mic works for her gimmick so well. Mm-hmm. Costume, everything's good. Yeah. Crowd involvement. Crowd like, involvement. I love it. I I love mic work especially. Is yes. really good, Logan. Yeah. I love Timeless Tony Storm, and um, I'm I'm still salty about her interim championship run. Mm-hmm. Because it still has that interim to it, yeah. And I finally, I want Tony Storm to have a definitive AEW Women's Championship run with good matches, good characters, good rivalries. I just want good women's stuff it's on like AEW. The life of a UFC fan. Is that, is so that too much to ask for? Tired of the interim belts. Is that is that too much to ask for? Is good women's matches and rivalries? Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, Logan, <laughs> you know it is. I, I just don't understand. Because you know what's happening? It's so good right now. That just means it needs to get screwed up, and they're going to mess everything up. They probably will. It, we're probably going to get – With the women's division, that's what they do. Every time, I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is – all right, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I remember we were like, oh, my goodness. Soraya won the belt. Wow. Oh, in her you know, home country. Yep. Wow, this is – oh. She lost to Sheeta. Oh. Cool. Not even an entertaining title run either. Yep. Like, they just – or Britt. Remember, like, a year ago, we are like, dude, Britt Baker, she's the next. She's next. It's like, who? Yeah. Who is Britt Baker? Again, I forget. So. Yeah, and I, it's a shame because Jamie Hayter did a lot. Yeah. I really liked Hayter's run. Uh, her matches were decent. She actually had some feuds where it was like, yeah, I could see why you would be fighting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it got cut short. Yep. I, I really do. Uh, and that's upsetting. Plus, we haven't seen her since. I don't know if she's injured. I don't think yeah. she's injured. I think she's just off. Back burner. Um, which, it's awful that you have main eventers on the back burner. Why? Yeah. Isn't it crazy when WWE fans, like, complain about not seeing their favorite superstar get pushed more? And it's like, okay, they have so much talent. But AEW just has a massive roster. Mm-hmm. It's not even that everybody's talent. I mean, I'm talking about guys like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He, I mean, he's older, yeah. you know? But, like, these are the guys that, you know, were, well, not Jeff Hardy specifically, but guys like Jeff Hardy, those people were seeing. Yeah, think about, like, Paul Keith Ray. Lee. Paul think Ray. about Keith Lee. Yeah. He came in, and everyone's like, yes, Keith Lee. Yep. Now he's losing. He's tapping out to Samoa Joe. Yep. True. Like, what are we doing? True. I don't understand. It's just the – it's Tony's greed of buying up everyone he can and then not knowing what to do with everyone. Yep. And then falling back on the same tropes and the same stuff and the same people. Yep. I hate it. Um, or putting them in a faction. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of factions. Or a tag team. We're actually, like, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, faction. Uh, yeah. Tag team. We're actually about to get into a tag team match. I'm really glad that we agreed on both women's matches. That makes me really happy. Because I was kind of concerned you were just going to be like, uh, I don't know, they both retain the title. But I like that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on, we have the AEW Tag Team Championships being defended by Ricky Starks and Big Bill as they face off against LaFaction Ingro Noble. I have no idea how to say that word. No, with Roosh Andralistico uh, against the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King, of course, representing the House of Black against FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler, who do you have leaving AEW Tag Team Champions? So I have who I think is going to win, mm. and then who I could also see winning. Okay. And I feel like neither of them are probably who you have. Cool. Um, so <laughs> uh, I have Ricky Starks and Big Bill winning. Okay. Uh, but I would not be surprised if FTR does win. But I'm going to say Champions retain mm-hmm. for right now. But if FTR wins, I could see that, and it makes sense. Yeah, I love me some FTR with some belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Julia Hart winning, I have to say it'd be kind of nice for the House of Gold to get even more House of Gold, House black. of Black to get more gold. 
uh, as the kings of the Black Throne, Shocker. Malachi and Shocker. Brody. Listen, man. Wow. Listen. Mind blown. Logan picks the blue house. <laughs> like, I know. It's crazy. Um, I just like. First things first. Why does Ricky Stark and Big Bill even have the tag team titles? That's the first thing That's that why we need they to, get have rid to of. keep them, <laughs> so we can figure it Second out. Second <laughs> off, why is Roosh and Jarolistico in this match? No, that's well. That's that's actually a good question. Don't care about. No, that's actually a great question. Like, don't care about them. Correct. FTR. I would love to see them hold the belts. I yeah. love FTR with belts, but I would also like the House of Black to regain some titles. And if we already have Julia Hart winning, why not have Malachi and Brody win? So that way we get three belts, and then give Buddy Matthews. I don't know. Have him win something. I don't care. Anything. Just win. And then we get the the faction with all the gold pose that everyone loves. Do yeah. you love it? Do you love factions holding all the gold? Mm, it was cool when Evolution did it. You didn't like when the Shield did it with the U.S. title and the tag titles. No, I did. Well, I, won't about, uh, I won't lie. I wanted to say no just to prove a point, <laughs> but I did, I, I, did I was gonna like bring it. up Undisputed Era when they held all the gold, but you didn't watch when they held all the gold. Mm, so it was cool. I enjoyed it. Anyways, regardless. I have the Kings of Black Throne winning, although, like you said, it's very, very likely FTR could win. I think if you put FTR in any championship match, mm-hmm. you have a chance of going, yeah, FTR could win. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's a, Like you said earlier, it's a pretty safe yeah. uh, prediction, uh, low risk there. On very. to our semi-main event, the rematch, AEW's International Championship Orange Cassidy defends against John Moxley. Of course, John Moxley never losing the international championship in a fair way. Because, you know, that thing happened during the match with Ray Fenix to where obviously John was not supposed to lose. Mm. Obviously. And then Orange Cassidy wants to prove a point because he never beat John for the title. Mm-hmm. So this is it. This is the match. Two questions for you. Because I've been seeing something go around. Obviously, who do you have winning? Mm. But... Do you think Orange Cassidy and uh, John Moxley have elevated the international championship? Second question I'll answer first. Yeah, I do think they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because I sound like such a hypocrite sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, here I am. I'm like, death match. Yeah. yeah. That's like Moxley. That is yep. Moxley. You know, AEW. Mo- I've said this for a while, though, so my consistency is accurate. I'm not a fan of John Moxley in AEW. Mm. I know this is an unpopular opinion. I s- always tell people I think Dean Ambrose gimmick mm-hmm. way way better, and people say it's not even that much different. I'm like, it is, yeah. and you can tell, and I like it, and I know everybody else loves Mox, and it's not that I don't like Mox. I, I you know I think he's cool. I think good matches. Yeah. Um, but I will say, they have definitely raised, um, what the uh what the belt is for yeah. sure. I definitely think. Orange Cassidy specifically, with how many times he defended it and how mm-hmm. good of matches he had, I think, one, it elevated the international championship, but two, it also proved a point that Orange Cassidy can go. Yeah. I, I said it since he came to AEW. I was like, listen, yeah, he does the gimmick stuff, but he he's good. He sure. can go. Sure. And he's proved it. He can go. I mean, uh, like, diehard haters against Orange Cassidy have switched over and been like, you know what? Yeah, he's good. He can actually wrestle. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Orange Cassidy beating John Moxley. One, because I don't know why John Moxley was in this title picture to begin with. I wasn't opposed to it when he actually entered because it was something new. But I think this is supposed to elevate people, and John mm-hmm. is already there. So uh, I would have liked to see a guy like Miro or Andrade or Malachi face off against Orange Cassidy. But I hope that's where we go. I hope we get... The Miro Andrade feud, and whoever wins that is like, all right, now I need some gold, and goes after Orange Cassidy. I could very well see that happening. Yeah, I don't disagree with like anything you just said. I also have Orange Cassidy winning as well. Nice, love a green. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, it's main event time. I I almost did the uh, <laughs> the Bruce Buffett. It's time. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I, uh, AEW World Championship Maxwell. Jacob Friedman, MJF versus the Switchblade, J. Wife, 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 White. There you go. Switchblade, J. Jay White. White. There we go. Uh, of course, the leader of the Bang Bang Gang with 
Juice Robinson and Colton and Austin Gunn. Do you think MJF retains, or do you think it's Jay White's time? Mm, I think MJF retains. Uh, I got MJF winning. I mean, it's just... There's still so many guys. It's Well, so originally I was like, okay, MJF has one feud that stretches for two to three months, and then he wrestles. Mm-hmm. And now it's like he has a new feud every two weeks to a month. Yeah. And now that he's like having a feud every two weeks to a month, there's more guys I want to see him feud with. Yep. I think it's more realistic. So yep. I don't think it's his time to lose the belt at all. No. I, I just want, want to keep seeing him feud with different guys. I 100% agree with you. Uh, and it's kind of been sprinkled throughout this, like I said earlier, with Swerve Strickland. I mm-hmm. want to see him feud against MJF. Uh, with MJF losing to the guns and losing that title that he won with Adam, mm-hmm. with Kyle by his side, it also puts Kyle maybe in contendership. I don't think Kyle would win, but it puts him in contendership. We've been seeing uh, vignettes of M- of Wardlow trying to come after MJF, so Wardlow's mm-hmm. also a competitor. Of course, Adam might come back, and he might want a title. It, the, the possibilities for MJF's last little run before the bidding war of 2024 and that storyline comes to a close is endless. And I think uh, this December uh, and the beginning of January is going to be a very good time for MJF wrestler. Fair. Ready? I'm ready. Adam Copeland beats Christian. Mm-hmm. Christian has nothing to do. Christian Cage, MJF. That's a feud I want to see. I'd be okay with it. Great feud. I don't know if I'm, I don't know MJF's parental history, so I don't I don't know if only Christian does. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> only he does. That's funny. I just think they'd be good. I think that'd be great. That'd be a cool little match. I'd nice. enjoy it. If that was like a little like month feud, mm-hmm. I'd love that. Well, then the question is, now, Alex, if MJF wins and has the AEW championship. And I also have him having the tag team belt as well. Oh, yeah. He has I have him a bunch of stuff. Yeah. What happens when the, cl- when the clock strikes zero and the contract is up? Look, man, here's the thing. Everybody talks about loyalty, this, that, and the other. I have interviewed fighters in the PFL, which Mm -hmm. is second to UFC, and I've talked to them before, many of them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to dox anybody, but I've talked to certain PFL fighters offside of camera, uh, and they have said, and I've said, you know, where do you, where do you, you want to keep fighting for PFL? Want to win the belt? And they go, UFC is the place to be. Yeah. If I want to be the best fighter, I got to go to UFC. Mm Mm-hmm. I know the money here is good. They're probably going to pay me more. But if I want to prove that I'm the best fighter, I want to go to UFC. MJF. Yeah, he's done so much for AEW. He's he's all they got. They're going to give him so much money. But if he wants to show he's the best wrestler, he's got to go to WWE. And you know who else did? His best friend, Cody. Nobody thought Cody would have left. Roller coaster himself. Nobody would have thought. Nobody. And he did. And he did. So do you think... What do you think happens with the title picture then? Is it a matter of Tony thought he was going to resign? Is it like a maybe it's like a CM Punk John Cena? I mean, I could see. I could. See, I don't know. I really I, don't know. Yeah. I could honestly see something along the lines of like, and we don't know if it was like real or fake of MJF being like, "I'm gone. I don't need this title anymore." You know, throwing the title. I'm done with this company. I don't need it. Tony Khan's a mark. And just leaving. He's like, he's like, tune in this Monday. And like, just leaving. Yo. Like, I could see something like that. I don't know what uh, AW contracts look like. So I don't, you know how like in WWE, after you get let go or your contract's up, you have to wait a certain period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I imagine it's much less because they already have such a non-compete clause. Yeah. Like there's already guys fighting for five other promotions that are yeah. in AEW right now. So, I mean, we very well could see MJF. At Mania. We could see him at Rumble. True. Depending on when when exactly the contract date is. True. We could see him at Rumble or, like you said, tune in this Monday and boom, he's on Raw. Yeah, and I know everybody says, everybody says, well, his gimmick, he's going to have to tame down. He's going to have to tame down. I don't care. I don't think he would. Yeah, and it doesn't even matter if he does. Like, what's... 
you got to understand when you're good, you can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, that's what I'm saying about John Moxley, for example. Like, if John Moxley was very, very good, I would not care if he was Dean Ambrose or mm-hmm. John Moxley. You know? Interesting. I think of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Which, Alex, Brock Lesnar, really? Tell me, a, like, a Brock Lesnar gimmick that he didn't just do good. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the greatest, but he's, like, he's good enough to be able to just pull off anything. You know? yep. I think MJ, he's not going to change his entire gimmick. No. But, you know, he might not be able to say certain things. That's fine. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I think He'll whatever, do better. whatever MJF does during this bidding war is good. And here's the other thing, too. For him, what is he going to keep doing in in um, AEW? Yeah, he he's already just, he's already he's just wrestling guys that were in WWE. He's already <laughs> just go to WWE. He's already not only the longest reigning AEW champion, but he is the greatest AEW champion. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, people are like, "But John Moxley, but Kenny Omega." No, MJF's stories have been far superior than every True. other ones. Fair His fair. matches have been far superior than the other ones. MJF is the greatest AEW world champion, and no matter what he does after this title reign is up, is going to top it. Unless he pulls some crazy reign out of here. Yeah. But I don't see it. I honest, I think WWE is the move to further his career. Yeah. It's the only one that makes sense. He can go back if he doesn't like it. True. WWE, they love, they love when people quit or get cut. That's true. They cut people like every week. They yeah. don't care. And AEW. It doesn't matter how good you are. Uh, they, n- you can probably make a top 10 list in the past five years of people that were signed to WWE that you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, and they're not even in, in the company anymore. Yeah. Because they're in AEW. Because <laughs> they're in AEW. Because they're in New Japan Pro. Yeah. No, it's it's baffling. Um, But just. Knowing the connections, knowing MJF, like his character work, I could only see him prospering. Here's the other thing, too. And, you know, look, AEW fans, (laughs) this is not me trying to attack you right now. I'm not trying to attack you. But it's like empty stadiums, Mm. lying about numbers. Everybody, I mean, when, like, it's official now. You know, they were lying about their numbers at Wembley. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist Mm. for saying that anymore. The government said it. You know, it's like. It's like, and they, you know, they have to move seats, and you're, WWE does that to be sure, but WWE is selling out stadiums. I was gonna say we've also been to a live Raw. WWE Raw sold out. It wasn't like a night after Mania. It wasn't no. a go home show. It was two weeks before Money in the Bank, and it was packed. Packed. I don't. I don't remember seeing an empty seat. No. Like. No. And what I'm trying to say is, I'm like. Kind of like MJF, you got to give him reasons to want to stay mm-hmm. besides money. Yeah, it's because like, money's good, but yeah, there's so much more offered. There's matches and promos and storylines that mm-hmm. a guy like MJF is going to want to have. Yeah, I also feel like you know now that I'm like talking this out, maybe a reason he is having all these feuds and all these matches is because he wants to have all these matches now because yep. he's not gonna have them soon. Yep, I agree. And if we're wrong. Oh, well, he does good in AEW, but... 100%. And AEW does good because they have a really good young guy to lead their company. Yep. So, well, Alex, with that, could you please run through your predictions for AEW Full Gear? All right, let's see if I remember everybody that I picked. MJF and Danhausen are going to win. I'm serious. If that happens, that will be insane. Um, I also took Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. I took Darby, Adam, and... And Sting, uh, I got Adam Page in the death match. I got new champion Julia Hart. I got timeless Tony Storm. I got Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Give me Orange Cassidy and give me MJF. And on my side of things, I have the guns beating MJF and Kyle O'Reilly. I have Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho defeating the Young Bucks. Sting, Darby, and Adam beating Christian, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Uh, For the Texas Deathmatch, I have Swerve beating Hangman to propel him into the main event. For the TBS Championship, I have Julia Hart bringing gold to the House of Black and moving Chris Statlander up to the main event for the AEW Women's Championship. I have Timeless Tony Storm winning because she's the best woman on this roster. 
AEW Tag Team Championships should go to the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi and Brody, just so that way we can get even more gold into the House of Black. For the AEW International Championship, I have Orange Cassidy defeating John Moxley and finally retaining his big burgundy belt, mm. the AEW World Championship, MJF, as we go into the bidding war of 2024. I have one more question. One more question. Last year, because we're getting close to our predictions, so yep. I have a question. Last year, MJF, in our mind, was a top three wrestler in the world, in, of, in the world of wrestling. We all agreed on that. Mm-hmm. Is MJF right now still a top three wrestler yes. in the world? Yes. Yes. We agree. Yeah. So he's got to go to WWE. <laughs> That's it. No, I mean, if you look I at... I agree. If you look at three things, three, three, three things make a greatest wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Match quality. True. Storyline quality. And fan anticipation. And maybe right? appearance. That's what I mean. Yeah, right? okay. Gotcha. So, so... MJS matches, mm-hmm. phenomenal, only amazing matches, only getting better. Storylines, amazing, the best, only getting better. Mm. And whenever you see a dynamite that it says MJF will be at MJF promo, MJF this, MJF that, fans are tuning in. Yes. Highest ratings of that night is when MJF is right there. True. He is without a doubt the biggest star within AEW, and I would say one of the biggest stars in the world, in the wrestling world today. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I agree. I'm glad. I'm glad you agree. Yeah. I can't wait. I don't know where I put him on that three, but he's, a, he's in it. He's in it. Yeah. What, without a doubt, he's I gotta in it. I'll figure it out, but he's in there. We'll, f- we'll figure it out on our next. No. Not our, it'll be after Survivor Series. Well, it'll be our next. Technically, AEW-related one, since we combine both companies into one for the awards. Yeah. It'll be whatever December, January podcast we talk about, (laughs) we nerd out about, we'll give you all some predictions. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. You aren't going to want to miss this absolutely stacked full gear card this Saturday. Once again, as your host, my name is Logan Buchanan, and I was joined today by Alex Henry. Listeners, please enjoy AEW's full gear.